everybody, it's Chris from CRT Sports Cards, and thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. So just 12 hours after I released my Monday video, Tops sweetens the pool for people buying the base card, but is it a potential bait and switch? A number under 1,000 could be the death nail for this set. It really feels to me that Alex Pardee is genuine in his interest of selling product. There is no hustle aspect. There's no buy this, make a lot of money, or buy this, the set's gonna go up in the near future. And remember, you can win that Cabrian Hayes free for me by going back and watching that Monday video and putting your print run guess on that video itself. Every entry must be in by 10 a.m. tomorrow morning for a chance to win that card for free. But welcome to episode number 28. My name is Chris, otherwise I'm on Instagram and Twitter as at CRT underscore sports cards. And if you want to visit the absolute best website for everything related to Project 70, that is my website, CRTSportsCards.com. So let's get right to it. Let's talk about the cards that released over the past couple of days. We have seen a brand new player enter into the fray. Eddie Murray joined Project 70. He is now the 76th player in Project 70. As we talked about with Tops here about a month or so ago, they guaranteed 100 players, but there is potential for maybe 140, 150 players in this set. So right now we are about right about the 50% mark of this set. When you think about adding another 75 players, if you had to pick five players that you want to see in Project 70, who would you want to see? I know number one on my list is Ted Williams. It's kind of amazing that we've gone this far into the set and not seen a Ted Williams card. I haven't gone back to track all of the 20 players from last year in Project 2020, but I'm pretty sure all of them, oh, actually, no, Frank Thomas has not been in uh, Project uh, 70 so far. Oh, and also Nolan Ryan has not been in Project 70 so far. So there's actually quite a few here that have not been in the set, but I really wanna see an artist tackle Ted Williams. I don't need another 20 cards of Ted Williams, but it would be nice to see some of the new artists in Project 70, some of the 39 tackle Ted Williams. And also, I do want to see a T206 player. I would love to see Ty Cobb, Rue Boidel. I'd love to see Hal Chase, maybe even you know Honus Wagner. I don't know if Tops can put those players in. I don't think copyrights exist, at least for the brands back in the day but I don't know how the player licenses work when it comes to players that played over 100 years ago. So um, a big thing on my wish list right now is a T206 player, but we will see if that comes true. But what matters most is how did Eddie Murray get into Project 70? And no, he didn't board a plane to join Project 70. He did it through his own hard work by being a Hall of Famer, by hitting over 500 home runs. He was a silent giant when it came to the game and to the press. Uh, there's a really great article about Tim Kirkjian and Eddie Murray I'd recommend checking out. But here it is. This is Snoop Dogg, an artist that we don't know for sure if they're actually producing these cards or if Topps is just being able to use his name. And then Snoop Dogg is having other artists that he knows very well put out these pieces of artwork. That right now is the biggest mystery to me to this set. And look, collaboration and having brands do cards, that's nothing new to Project 70. There were multiple brands out there putting out cards under artists' different names and they're giving people credit for it, just like the Soulfly card this week is done by Mute or Moat. I'm not sure how to say it exactly right, 
but on the Snoop Dogg, I just want some confirmation one way, other, one way or the other. Is Snoop Dogg putting these cards out or is somebody else putting these cards out? But when you take a look at this Snoop Dogg card itself, this again goes alongside something that Snoop did in his past. And of course, this is a direct reference to Soul Plane, the movie that Snoop Dogg was in. Of course, the Purple Plane is the dead giveaway. This card, though, was released on 420. So when you take a look at Eddie Murray's hands, there's potential he is rolling a joint. Um, we will see if Tom's allows that in the final print of the card. They have been known to change things from release picture, think back to Andrew Thiel's Mark McGuire, where they removed the McDonald's logo to where it came out and then it was released and that was missing. So we will see what the final version looks like. But as of right now, Eddie Murray is in this set now, courtesy of Snoop Dogg. And now speaking about McDonald's, and by the way, this is not an advertisement for McDonald's in any sort of way, but we have Mikel B releasing his Robin Yount from Wednesday's releases. Robin Yount is now the 77th player in Project 70. This is of course now also the second brewer in this set. And now quick side story here when it comes to the brewers. I grew up of course in West Texas in the 80s and the 90s and our double A baseball club, the El Paso Diablos, were the brewers double A club as a kid. So when you think about players I would love to see in Project 70, John Jaha, is one of those players. Teddy Higuera is another player I like to see. I highly, highly doubt we're gonna see those really minor brewers in Project 70, but those are a couple names, again, on my personal really deep wish list for this set. But when you think about Mikhail B, when you think back to his Kershaw and his Ichiro, there was a real modern feel to these cards. And here again, with Robin Yount, we get a real modern feel. Why is there a yellow line across the front that looks like a McDonald's logo? I have not the slightest idea. There is not a clue or an explanation of why that line is on there from Mikhail B's Instagram post talking about this card. But this is his third release. It is really cool. I do like the smile that he picked. I like the background. This fits in with his other two cards. So if you were looking for a real sort of modern set in Project 70, Mikhail B is your go-to artist at this moment in Project 70. And so while those two players were the only two new entrants into Project 70 over the past couple of days, the last four players that were released, some were good, some were bad, but it really depends on who you ask. But let's stick with the Wednesday release here. Let's take a look at Soulfly's third card in the set. And we have another recent player here. We have Luis Robert. And I do also have to correct the record on the Monday video. I meant to speak about the third rookie card being Cabrian Hayes, not Luis Robert from Sofia Chang. So I do apologize about that rookie card mistake. There are only three rookies in the set. Cabrian Hayes is number three. But this card is done by Moat, and I'm gonna stick with the way that sounds for this video, but it is M-O-T-E. I would highly recommend you check out them on Instagram because it explains the why behind the card and why Moat did the card in this style. So let's start with two things here, the color. Why is this card not in White Sox color? It is because Soulfly is from Miami and he wanted to capture the multicultural DNA of Miami. So that is why the color of this card looks the way it is. But more importantly here, why is it 1986 tops? It is also why I wish every Project 70 card was in 1991 tops. But 1986 is the very 
first set his uncle gave him as a child. So this goes right back to his childhood, being a collector and falling in love with sports cards. So this card for Moat is extremely meaningful. And this, again, is why I say this is an artist set, bar none. And so while the first three cards of the past couple of days were kind of maybe run-of-the-mill, not a lot of excitement around them specifically, when you take a look at the last three cards over the past couple of days, this is where the real action is and where the real fun begins. And let's start here in Atlanta. Let's start in downtown Atlanta with Dion Primetime Sanders. We get a football Dion, we get a baseball Dion, we get downtown Atlanta, we get Turner Field, we also get the strip club, and it also has the feel of an Old Man Allen card. When you talk about Old Man Allen, look, you know me personally, I am a fan, I am a collector of Old Man Allen. I'm not going to try to sell you on this card. What I'm going to sell you on here is the fact that this represents Dion Sanders so perfectly. You have the two sport athlete in Atlanta. When I asked on my last video, what do you think when you think about Dion, what team do you think about? A majority of the answers were Atlanta, whether that be the Braves or the Falcons. And he has both here on this card. So this card represents Dion, I think absolutely perfectly. Um, I'm not too sure about the strip club, the strip club stories here and the falling dollar bills, but I think it's a really cool thing when you think about the wording on the building. It kind of looks like a strip club and we have Dion right in the middle, the center of attention. Now moving away from downtown Atlanta, going all the way over to the West Coast here with San Diego. And this is going to be the card that may be tops saving grace when it comes to the ever lowering print runs on this set. Or this will be the ultimate hook, line, and sink and we all fell for it at the end of the day. But let's talk about the card first. We have King Saladin releasing his Fernando Tatis. And it is very nice again to see another new and emerging star of the game have another card in Project 70. This is Tatis's fourth Project 70 card. It's going to be very interesting to see how this card sells compared to its previous cards because this card has a chase card. It is an artist chase card. But here is where Topps potentially messed up. They said, this card will be included in your packages, but how many are there? Are there one? Are there 10? Are there 50? If you buy 10, you're gonna get one. If you buy 20 base cards, are you gonna get one? If Tom's came out and said, if you buy 30 of these, you're gonna get a chase card, I'd buy 30, just to have the very first chase card in the set. We saw this move happen right at the end of Project 2020 with the Mr. Cartoon Trout card. And I also believe there was a Saladin Trout card there at the very end. But they're going to go back to the well here with these chase cards. But why can't Topps just say what the odds are of these cards? It can't be that hard to figure that out. So right now we don't know if we're chasing one chase card, two chase cards, a thousand, or if this card prints at 10 or 20,000, if it's one out of every two. Tops should have done better here with this chase card because if we all get fooled, a lot of people are going to be upset and a lot of people will leave this set because they feel fooled at the end of the day. And all of this potential negative commotion around the chase card is going to overshadow the fact that this Tatis from King Saladin, and by the way, if I were you, follow Saladin on Instagram. He posts some of the greatest stories and just his content overall is excellent. 
but this goes hand in hand with his Tony Gwynn from last year. And if you're a Padres fan, Tony Gwynn, Tatis, they go really hand in hand themselves. So you had Keith Shore put both on the card, but now when you think back to an artist linking a Project 2020 card to Project 70, these two cards go very well together and they will display incredibly well together. And last but certainly not least, let's talk about the Renaissance man. Let's talk about the man who has, in my opinion, the single best back to any Project 70 card because it just says Renaissance man. We have Action Bronson releasing his Yogi Berra and this is Yogi Berra's second card in the set. Why is Yogi Berra the center of attention when it comes to odd, quirky cards in Project 70. Who knows, it probably has to do with the name, but here it is, Action Bronson's 10 ring Yogi Berra. And I have a sort of different take on this card. Look, I am collecting Action Bronson here for one reason, because his first two cards were 1971 tops, and now his third one, this Yogi Berra, is also 1971. So it's kind of an automatic for me at the moment. I don't know if I'm gonna continue on with Action Bronson if he goes outside of 1971 tops, but we will see. But this is my perspective of the card. And look, baseball players, their hands are vitally important. But at the end of the day, for a lot of them, it's hand-eye coordination. But when you think about a catcher, what are the two most important things for any catcher of the game? It is their hands. And so you can mock this card for being weird. You can celebrate it for being unique. It doesn't really matter because there isn't a right or wrong opinion here on this card. Art, of course, is 110% subjective to the viewer of the piece of artwork. But when I saw this card, I thought of it from the perspective of Action Bronson celebrating the hands of Yogi Berra because without the hands of Yogi Berra, do the Yankees win 10 World Series under his leadership? And that wouldn't be a Wednesday show or any Project 70 show without a free card giveaway. And of course, the Wednesday night giveaway is exclusive to everyone on my Discord server. Check us out, CRT Space Sports Card. There's also a link below in the description for the Discord server, but I'm gonna be giving away the Mikhail B, Robin Yount for free. So the person on Discord in the episode channel that gets closest to the print run without going over will win this card for me. So best of luck getting the print run on this Mikhail B, and I hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday night, and I'll see you back on Friday evening for episode number 29 of the Project 70 Show.